Welcome to 10 Minute Cinema. Barbel, how's it going? Okay. Okay? Yeah. You just had a final. I did. How'd that go? Mm, not too well. Not too well. Did you watch any movies this week? No. No. I did. I watched four Christmases. Really? Yeah. All four of them? No. It's called Four Christmases. Oh, okay. It has Vince Vaughn and uh, uh, Reese Wearsman. Oh. Hope it's other people. Yeah. It's one of Christina's can't watch Christmas movies, so we watched that. Apparently this is not one. It's not. But, uh, so, to go with that, we are watching It's a Wonderful Life. Which Hi, one? <laughs> which one? Six to five. Uh, there was a vote for six, but came after the deadline. So, six to five, It's a Wonderful Life wins. Fred Claus, surprisingly, had some legs here. Yeah. I thought Fred Claus would have zero. Yeah, well, he'll probably have to watch that next Christmas. Maybe, yeah, definitely. Or something else, maybe, I don't know. I did go out and buy the DVD because I thought it was going to win. Okay. So, and I thought I owned it, but I did not. So, yeah, that's that story. It's right. a wonderful life one. You ready to get to it? Yeah. Minute zero do ten. All right. Of a two-hour and, like, ten-minute movie. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. It's broadcast as a three-hour movie every year, sometimes even longer. Well, yeah, they, had, they had commercials to it. So. Yeah, because NBC... We're like, not going to, though. We could. I could make my own commercials, and we could add to the movie. Oh, that sounds <laughs> lovely. Are you looking for a new podcast? <laughs> Join us, Tim and I Tim. think I am now. Wow, rude. All right. So we start, and we have some uh, some great CGI work with the credits. Well, maybe we have some bells to start off with. Oh, we did those have were, a bell. Those were real bells. Yeah, and that plays into the story, but... Oh, really? It does. Oh, spoiler alert. It does. Wow. It's not a spoiler. I didn't tell you what it did. Yeah, plays that, into the story. That's like watching Kindergarten Cop, and they're going to be like, that ferret never bites. Wink, wink. <laughs> Not really, though. I yeah. didn't say, oh, that bell will never ring again or anything. Wow. Okay, well, now you did. Yeah, but that's not... I made something up so that I won't give anything away. Okay. Anyway, so we see a bell ring, and then we get the best CGI ever. It looks like it's construction paper with the credits on it, and they're just slowly pulling each one away. Go 40s. I think it was made in 40s, was it? Yeah. It's like 1942, if my nomen, Roman numeral translation is correct. Huh. Let me look that up real quick. Well, you can take your time. Why? Because i got to go off on a little tangent here. Oh, okay. So, Frank Capra produces, directs, and writes this movie? This guy's going all out. Are you sure about that? That's what those credits were saying. Okay, yeah. Yes, he does. And it's 1946. Okay. So, I am incorrect. You are incorrect. Learn your Roman numerals better. Okay. <laughs> I'll study that for the next it, one. Was that your rant? Does he... He did a lot for this movie? Yeah. Because, I mean, don't all directors basically put a writing credit in for every movie they direct nowadays? I don't believe so. I, I'm pretty sure every movie I've seen now that's like a big movie, it says... Directed by, and then also written by the director. Like, they always have input. They always change script so they get a writing credit. I don't think you're right. I, 
look it up. You'll see a lot of movies have a three-year I'm not going to right now. You don't have to right now. Anyway. Uh, back to my notes here. Yeah. Get on them. <laughs> you quit. I'm about to. So, I'm professional. All this dead air. What are you talking about? I can cut that out. It's not a big deal. You're not going to, though. Probably not. That's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I have to find the spot, and I have to highlight Make sure I'm not deleting anything good. It's just a lot of work. I like it fresh, raw, uncut. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was extremely confused at the beginning of this You movie. were. You looked back at me like, what are we watching? Yeah. Like, so there's like 14 different voices talking like a voice. I was ready for like the narrator to like set the scene, you know. Traditional, classic Hollywood movie. And instead, there's like, like I said, like 14 different voices. It's three different voices. It sounds like a lot of different voices. <laughs> And I was just really confused. They're all talking about people. We haven't even met anybody yet, so we don't know who they're talking about. Well, um, I like this introduction because you get to see stars. It starts there talking, which really it's just angels, but that's how they're representing them here. And the star that's flashing. Before that, as they're panning through the town, it says, Oh, you're, now you're talking. Falls. Okay. The voiceovers, the start I'm of the sorry. movie. I'm sorry. That's that we my just bad. watched. Yeah. Yeah. We just watched it. Yeah, we literally just now. You're really going to bust my balls through this. Yeah, you're already jumping ahead like three minutes. Three minutes, my butt. Yeah, it would take that long. (laughs) This is comedy gold. We're going to be all right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Whoever's not listening to this is missing out. No, I could understand the blinking stars part. I'm not that totally daft. Come on. I'm, I'm talking about the voiceovers where it's like... People wishing their daddy was well, and then some other guys like talking about some kind of drinking or something that showed a bar, and then I don't they're know. all praying for the same person though. Their prayers. They're praying for George Bailey. Okay, well, we don't know who that is. It's confusing. They're about to. I'd like to see him. a picture of George Bailey. I'm like, oh, okay, there's the guy we're all praying. For. <laughs> I'm very visual here. They're just showing pictures of the town, pictures of the bar. They're setting the mood. They're. They're like basting the turkey here. I'm just saying it's very, you know, non-traditional. I was okay. I was surprised by it. Do you want to go five uh, Frank Capra and yell him? I'm pretty sure he's dead, so no. <laughs> this is an awesome start to this. Is it? Yes. All right. Well, good because we got six more weeks of this. Awesome. Neat. <laughs> so we go to the stars and they're uh-huh. talking about George Bailey. Uh-huh. And this scene goes on for like four minutes. It does not go on for four minutes. It's a long time. <laughs> it's like two minutes. And you see nothing but blinks. Yeah, blinks and stars. Yeah. Well, this is probably pretty awesome back in the 40s. No, I doubt it. I don't know. It seems like they could have done something. I like it. Put, I personally like to start. Put a fake god beard on somebody and then somebody with angel wings. That's so cheesy. Just... And blinking stars is not? No, it has never been done before. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> You're a pretty harsh critic here. Well, I'm just saying, it kind of it's losing me right off the bat. Okay. I, just, I need to be gripped at the start of the movie, you know, pull me in. Well, I feel like they're, pull me in. they're slowly pulling you in. They're doing a slow pull instead of the fast pull. Yeah, well, it's very, very slow. 
because like I said, we're like six minutes in now at this point. No, we're we're five minutes in when we cut to the kids sliding down the hill. All right, and let's on talk shovels. about that. Yeah, shovels. <laughs> they don't have sleds. <laughs> they don't even grab a trash can lid like some people. I kind of like the innovative idea of a shovel. Really? You should try this. You just like having a giant piece of stick in your legs, I guess. No, I, I have that already. It's mm-hmm. you that probably like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. went there. These kids are goofy. They're they're in the forties, you know. They're, they're well, the actually, they're in this the thirties. This is nineteen nineteen. Is it really? Yeah, that's what they said. Way to pay attention. I did not hear them say that. Yeah. Huh. That's even in my nose. 1919 snow shovel sledders. Well, you know, maybe they didn't have sleds back then. Look that up. Maybe this is an innovative idea. Maybe one of them invented the sled. Okay. Based on this downhill experience. Anyway, we see a whole bunch of rain bunks this kids sledding down this hill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, They're not really sledding because there isn't a sled. Shoveling down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're introduced to who is George Bailey as a kid. Okay. And he has a megaphone type thing, but it doesn't have any power. It's just like a it's, cone, I it's guess. It's a piece of paper. Right. Oh, was it a piece of paper? It looked like a plastic cone to me. Okay. And he's yelling at his kid brother who's on the shovel, calling him a chicken because yeah. he won't go down. He sleds down, uh-huh. goes for the high five, and then... I don't think he went for a high five. His either. hand went out. He was trying to get somebody to stop him so that he didn't fly off the edge of the <laughs> I icy saw pond. Like, yeah, I did it. High five. I don't think they had high fives in 1919, that's Bob. That's a sad time to live in. It is. It is. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was wanting somebody to catch him so he didn't the fly off the The Todd would be ice. very upset with 1919. Yeah. Yeah. Scrubs. So he does fall into the ice. He does. And George and saves his life. And gets a strike at the same time. George saves his life. His brother saves his life, yes. Yeah. But in doing so, he loses the hearing in his left ear? Or was it the right ear? I don't remember. What about random person in the room? Do you remember? It's not really that important, I don't think. Is it going to be a plot point later, which side he can't hear from? No, not okay. really. I think it's an Alright, so uh, he loses hearing in the ear, uh-huh. but he can still hear in the other one. Right. And then we cut uh, a few years into the future here. Yeah. And he's working at a drugstore. Yeah. He's helping out these little girls, Mary and uh, Violet. Mm-hmm. And Mary and Violet are like, kind of like trash talking each other a little bit here. Yeah, they're very flirty. They are. Well, I mean, it's like... It seems rather promiscuous for the 20s. It's the 20s now, so maybe it gets a little more flirtatious. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, Violet's apparently the kind of woman that gets around. As a eight year old, oh yeah, or twelve year old, however they look older than yeah, they're probably like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and he's working as a thirteen year old. That's kind of right. Weird. Slightly. I mean, that was a different time. It was. Uh, So, and this is back when uh, pharmacies or drugstores, whatever, were actually like a hangout spot too. Like they had ice cream and they had soda pop. Uh, I said soda pop because that's what it's called more. Back then, but, uh... Was it really? Yeah. Oh. Fact. Neat. <laughs> fact I made up. All right. All right. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> shut up. Mary can't decide... I'm glad I have a 1920s historian here to call <laughs> out know, all the facts. I'm, uh... I'm pretty historical. Okay. Huh? Slev was invaded... 
invented in the 1980s. 1880s. <laughs> 1880s. By Ontario Leeds Allen. So it was invented at this time. They just couldn't afford it. That, that's the like 1980s, really. <laughs> Even if you do read it wrong in your head, why would you say that? Because you. I read it wrong out loud. That's clearly but that not does kind of look like a nine. No, it, it does not loop all the way in. A terrible handwriting for whoever is the douchebag that wrote it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Mary Seven throws it aside, so she lets Violet or first, and uh, then she's like, "Oh, help me down, George," and George is not having anything of it. Well, Slams her down. She doesn't need any help down. He doesn't slam her down. Well, she no, jumps off the door by herself. I, I didn't mean he physically slammed her down. You're being very critical of everything I'm saying right now. I'm just trying to help the people that might be like me and never seen this movie understand what's going on. You're painting a totally different picture than what was happening. He doesn't slam her down. <laughs> I'll read this one. <laughs> All right. George Bailey. George? Yeah, his name's George Bailey. Is deaf in the left ear? I thought his brother was the one that went deaf. No, it's him. Oh. Why do you think the next scene happens? What do you mean the next scene? Where he's getting her chocolate ice cream and she said she doesn't like coconuts and then he explains how coconuts are from this or whatever. Yeah. And then he bends down she goes, is this your bad ear? I'll love you until the day you, I die. I didn't hear the first part. I just heard I'll love you until Oh, uh, well maybe someone should be paying attention I thought he would just be being a, you know, kind of... Yeah, whatever, and not paying attention to it. Couldn't hear a word she said. That's why she said it. Oh. She's way too shy to be saying that into his ear if he could hear it. Okay. So he jumps in to save his brother, and in the <coughs> process, he gets hurt himself. <coughs> he, he catches a cold that makes him lose his hearing. Okay. That doesn't make much sense, because the brother was in the ice longer than he was, so wouldn't the brother have had the cold instead? Maybe his head was up, and George dove in to save him. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, go on. Anyway, so, uh... You know, I'm glad she, we cleared this up now. I'd be <laughs> really lost halfway through the movie. I'm well, sure I was going to mention it anyway. She whispers, I love you until the day I die in his bed here. Uh-huh. And then, uh... George knows a letter on the counter that says, We're sorry to inform you that your son has died due to influenza. Stop. What? That's what it says. Stop? Yeah, it was a telegram. Oh, Okay. So it had the, the stop, the break, between the next sentence. Okay. The part that it highlights, it actually says the word stop. So I didn't even I was, realize that. Yeah. You just drew me off. I know. Rhythm again. Mm-hmm. Like you've been doing this whole podcast. Okay. You take that toothpick out of your mouth and shove it in your eye. Okay. Stay on your toes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mr., I think his name was Mr. Gell? All right. <laughs> Let's get our so. note uh, presenter... <laughs> I mean, you could just talk. Uh, it doesn't really matter, because Stan chimes in every once in a while. Yeah, well, I'm not sure the name really matters that much either. So It kind of does. It's a big part of the story. Okay. Mr. Gower. Go, Gower? Gower. Okay. All right, Mr. Gower, son, died. he's a pharmacist, and he's, like, mixing or putting pills into a bottle for a patient. That's what pharmacists do. Yep. Yeah, he is, but... uh. <laughs> George notices that there's uh, poison next to the pills and that he may have mixed in the wrong thing. Who had? Mr. Gower. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Did you not notice that either? I saw the poison bottle. I thought maybe the one that he picked up was going to be the wrong thing, and it was his fault. No. Oh. You can tell Mr. Goward's obviously in a state of mental health, like a, you know, he well, yeah, just his lost son his son. Yeah. So he's obviously dealing with a lot, and he's Due trying to, to do it. Something he might have been able to cure. So he's That's kind true. Of his fault. Maybe he blames himself. Yeah, I would. Oh, and he was drinking too. So. And smoking a cigar. And smoking a cigar, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors here that could make him mess up. So, yeah. Georgie Boy looks and sees a sign that says, Ask Dad, he'll know what to do. Yeah. And that's what he does. He leaves to go talk to his dad at the old building and loan. Okay. Yeah. So, he goes in and Uncle Billy is kind of like, Hey, what are you doing? Did you not hear him call him Uncle Billy? No. Did you pay attention at all when you watched the second half of this movie? Or just the first half? Just the first half. Okay, well, I paid attention during the second half, so okay. you're welcome. You're, yeah. <laughs> so, he's talking to him, saying, oh, your dad's in a meeting right now, just wait. But then, he gets a call from the banking examiner. He's like, oh, look at these ties on my finger. That means I must have called, was supposed to call him yesterday. And darts off, and that's when George walks in. Who's his dad meeting right now? Uh, Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter. Yep. Mr. Potter. Yeah. The richest... Mr. Harry Potter. Meanest man in town. Yeah. They're because having a meeting. He got all that money from Gringotts. <laughs> he did not get the money from Gringotts. Yes, he did. He's the richest wizard in the world. He's not a wizard. He's an old businessman. Well, yeah, now. <coughs> Harry Potter see. doesn't take place for another... He had the lightning 70 bolt. years. He had the lightning bolt on his head. He did not have they, a lightning bolt on his head. They zoomed in whenever you were writing a note. <laughs> this is not Harry Potter. This is Harry Potter. It's, it's Mr. Potter. Yeah, Mr. Harry Potter. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. It's just fueling my veins. It's clearly not James Potter. Him and Lily were killed. Whenever oh Harry my god. <laughs> Maybe it's the Potter before James. I don't think that exists. <laughs> <laughs> James Hart was just immaculately concepted. No, he was an orphan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Doubtful. Anyway. So they're talking business, and George just wants to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And that's where we cut off. That's not exactly where we cut off. Is there anything important here? It seemed like it. It seemed like his dad was arguing against Harry Potter, saying, Hey, I need 30 more days before I pay that loan. Just give me 30 days, if not that much. And Harry Potter's like, no, fuck you. I beat Voldemort. You're going to pay me now <laughs> because you owe me $5,000. And so... Are we going to go to this whole movie where you're going to convince me that this is Harry Potter? I mean, it is. Try to convince me? It is Harry Potter. It's not Harry Potter. So then the dad can't get the extension. He's like, come on, please. And then Harry Potter's like, look, I was going to spend the money on it. And then we cut off. So now we get to find out who he wants to spend the money on. All right. It's probably Jenny. He's going to buy her something nice for Christmas. It's not Harry Potter! <laughs> Agree to disagree. This is the equivalent of Mrs. Deagle from Gremlins. She's based off this character. She has to be. Not necessarily. Pretty much. They said she was based off of Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, or Mr. Potter. Scrooge was based... I guess she's probably based off Scrooge. But without the... Change of heart. Okay. All right. So that's it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say thank you, everybody that did vote. 
Yeah, and, thank uh, you so much. Hopefully it carried over and you listened to this episode. Hopefully. Maybe we got some new listeners out of this. Never know. Maybe There's uh, a lot of Harry Potter fans out there. We could get them all to listen. It's not about Harry Potter. You're missing the whole point of this movie. No, I don't think I am. It is a wonderful Christmas movie. We'll find out at the end. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. All right, so join us on our Facebook page for fun stuff like voting for the next film. Mm-hmm. Or just to tell us what's up. Maybe review us. Who knows? Anything like that. Or you can talk to us on Twitter at Tim Minson. What, what, why are you? That's what you did. You said Twitter and you put your hand backwards. Like I want a high five. Like Twitter is over your back shoulder. I don't know. Yeah, I'm holding Twitter right here. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, you're at Big Guy ACV. Yeah. I'm at USA Kids 6977. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, communicate with us. Have fun with it. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. All right. So then that's a wrap. It is.